0: Ooh, UFC 272. Two fans were joined, not by Caesar, not this time. Um, His schedule just didn't work out. And honestly, Alejandro and I don't like to stay up late. And so here we are. I'm sorry if you don't get the same entertainment back and forth or controversial comments like we usually do on these podcasts with caesar but it's just it's a it's a different vibe but still good vibe you know sliced apples you get these different vibes but all of them are different unique but still dope because if you see the one common denominator is me no i'm kidding i ain't trying to
1: my bad right (laughs) it's good they're gonna get the 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 casual point of view because you know you you play like uh 200 hours of UFC 4 and you think you're fucking know-it-all now and then Caesar damn near watches all UFC fights with an excel sheet next to him so now they get the casual experience
0: nah Caesar watches all UFC fights with a piano and sheet music next to him
1: he's playing along
0: One eye on one on the sheet music, the other eye on the fight somehow. I don't, I don't know. That's just, just how he rolls. But that's a uh, sizzle the one for you. But So UFC 272, you guys, came and went. Main event, the grudge match, the hype of it all, the, the matchup we have been waiting for for years. Kobe Covington versus Jorge Masvidal. Um, I'm just going to let you go first, Alejandro, on that one. What are your thoughts? How do you think the fight played out? What were you compared to your expectations and whatnot?
1: Man, do. my expectations was more of a brawl. I mean, you can't really complain too much because, I mean, Kobe went in there to win a fight. And, I mean, he he did dominate. But, I mean... After a couple tequila shots and a couple beers, you just want to see two motherfuckers go that hate each other, just meet in the middle of the fucking ring and just duke it out. And it seemed like Mozzie Doll was about that. And I mean, every time they met in the middle and Kobe got hit big time, you know, I'm I'm pretty sure he started second guessing. You know what? Let me just do what I do best, and that's wrestle. Mm-hmm. And God damn, that motherfucker could wrestle.
0: Yeah, it, it. The thing was, I went. I took Masvidal as my pick just cause that's how I wanted this fight to go. I wanted it to be a brawl credit to Masvidal. I think it was in the fourth round when he was able to kind of drop Colby on that one knee. He really should have just pulled a Nate Diaz and pointed at him. Then he would have really won the fight. The people, people would have declared him the winner, but since he didn't point after rocking him doesn't count. Um, but in in my head as a as a UFC savant as a as a knowledgeable UFC fan I knew this is what was going to happen Kobe was going to get in there and he was going to wrestle <laughs> and cuz Kobe was coming in there to win a fight Jorge was coming in there to send that man to the ER it was two different two totally different um mindsets going in and ultimately colby does have that wrestling advantage so i'm with you though i was a few few negro modelos deep you know modelo beer of the ufc so you know i gotta drink modelos on ufc nights and um i was yelling and screaming the whole time that colby is a crotch sniffer because that is what he is a crotch sniffer um I, I I mean, from I need to rewatch the fighting again, though. Everybody on Twitter kept saying Colby pretty much dominated, even on the standing part, and I was like,
1: "What?" No. In my drunk
0: head, I remember Mazvidal kind of piecing that boy up, but at the same time, I was very biased. And if you look hard enough at something, and you want you want to find something so bad, you you will like. That's what you're gonna see. I wanted to see Mazvidal just piece him up so bad that's just what i probably just kept seeing
1: yeah because i think it was probably like the style stylebender fight where where he got hit like a couple of times and you know caesar would be like ooh." ooh. i mean there's a couple of times where kobe hit him but man it wasn't nothing like that one on the fourth round dude he got him super clean but at that point he was already gassed dude and i mean we've we seen it from him for the past couple of fights where Second round, and he just looks gassed. When they start wrestling Mosby Masvidal, Masvidal just... I don't know what it is. I mean, you would think he'll learn to get his stamina up on cardio for, for wrestling. But, dude, you just start wrestling doll he just looks gassed.
0: I just... I think his game... I, I just don't know what were, what were his coaches telling him in between rounds. Because it was pretty obvious Kobe was pushing the pace. And... Essentially they would stand, 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 but eventually it would get to the point where Kobe was pushing enough to where they got near the fence. Once they got near the fence, Kobe went went in for the takedown. And the thing is, it's just like I don't know, Maz what like, you know, you want to do this flying knee and stuff. Bro, why why does nobody know learn from Derek Lewis? Derek Lewis literally knocked Curtis Blades out with this with just this totally just waiting there for him to, for him to come in for the takedown, either put bring the uppercut or the knee or a front kick. bro, it's, it, I don't understand why why that's so I, I don't understand why it's so complex. I mean, I think George get, did a good job coming out of the gates with some kicks, getting them calf kicks in. I felt like that was that was good, but honestly. And like you said, this is the casual episode. This is probably something I have to go more in depth with Caesar on, but American top team is slipping, bro. I mean, you got George. This is, this is, this, you needed this. If you're American top team, you needed this. Everybody was rooting for Mosvidal. They needed, they needed this dub against Colby. Mosvidal doesn't do it. Then you got, um, UFC the December pay per view Dustin Poirier loses, Amanda Nunes loses. Uh, I I mean I I'm not entirely too familiar with their whole entire roster, but as far as the big names at ATT, they, they've they've been losing, dude. And I I kind of I, I just kind of got the vibe from all like what was the game plan? I don't I don't understand.
1: Yeah, he just seemed not matched, like, completely. It it did not seem... It was completely one-sided, dude. Once it became, like... I mean, maybe first two rounds, he gets close to the fence, and, then you know, you learn your lesson. Let me get a little bit of uh, ring awareness. Go around a little bit. You know, if he comes at me, you know, do the knee, uppercut, try to counter the takedowns. And, I mean, what was, like, third round, he had, like, four out of seven takedowns, like, percentage-wise, but... When he got those takedowns, dude, he was just on him the whole time and just wearing them out. It's like, dude, you fought Kobe's fight the whole time, and it does not... Dude, he was nowhere even close to him, dude. And it was so disappointing, because I wanted Masvidal to win. All the casuals wanted Masvidal to win. (laughs) But nah, dude, he didn't even seem like... They weren't even on the same level, dude, and it was so sad, dude.
0: Yeah, and... I the reason I brought up the ATT thing is just where's the coaching? Where where's the, the game plan like the game I just felt like every round you would I I kept going back and thinking when he goes back to the corner all right he's going to they're going to whip him back into shape he's going to come out kind of like Kevin Holland which we'll talk about later but kind of like Kevin Holland in his fight round 1 kind of getting that ring rust out round two got a good talking to by his corner round two and the fight but i never saw that on masvidal it's just the same thing every time and i understand yes colby give it to colby he's a great fighter whatnot but i don't know dude i i just i i i didn't i didn't feel that energy from masvidal that he had this whole pretty much since this fight get an, got announced, this whole week, fight week, press conferences, all the interviews he's done, I I didn't see that energy. After maybe round two, um, I don't know. It was just sad to watch, dude. It was honestly, I don't know how he got fight of the night. Like I said, maybe I need dude. to rewatch it with a different perspective, and um, or something. But fight of the night.
1: No way. Yeah, this shit happened gotten oh. Fight of the Night. <laughs> fight of the Night? Come on, dude. I mean... Dude. And then it was so, so sad, like, at the end, like, he lost the fight, dude, but, like... I mean, we said it. He has so much to lose. Dude, he looked destroyed at the end of the fight. Just talking to Joe and just the press conference, dude. Man, you got to feel for Masvidal, like... Dude, he has so much to lose, and, like, man, the guy you hate just whooped your ass like and know it, it was he whooped his ass and i just
0: it's one thing if he went out on a shield i really didn't feel like he did um so now uh i'm putting att on notice bro i'm like american top team you're slipping dude you're fucking slipping you're making my boy masvidal lose this fight Cause I mean, Col Kobe said it. he's like, I left there, found somebody better, and I got better. And he has gotten better. Amanda Nunes left left the gym after losing to Pena. I don't know, man. I don't know. There's some. There's some slow decreasing going down over there. They need to get it together and get their shit together. But. So Kobe wins unanimous decision, obviously because he just crotch sniffed. He crotch sniffed, crotch sniffed. Jorge Masvidal. I feel too calm. I feel too calm in this. Uh, in this. In in this UFC pod. Usually the UFC pods, Caesar finds a way to just rile me up, and piss I just you
1: off, yeah. I don't know what it is, man. I, I think it's, the the Masvidal energy kind of rubbed off on us, bro. We just. Yeah, just down just down try, bad, dude. bro.
0: Just down yeah. bad.
1: Cause I mean, even even like um uh, it there's a couple fights, dude, where where you're really rooting for somebody and they lose, you're just like, man, you're hype, you know, you're just like, fuck, yeah, you know, man, that was a good fight, whatever. Dude, this one, like, after the fight for some reason, dude, it was just like fuck, dude. I felt like I lost, man. I was like fuck. And I didn't even bet money on it. I had no dude, I don't know why, dude. I was just like, damn, dude. Imagine how Drake felt. <laughs> right? <laughs> Did you see he was like uh Next time you're in Florida, Drake, I got you on dinner. Yeah. Where fuck I, your
0: dinner, dog. <laughs> Drake, yeah, Drake's probably like, motherfucker. <laughs>
1: nah, I'm good. I, w- I didn't see Drake bet on him like before the fight. If I if I would have seen that, I probably would have bet some money on him for Kobe because fuck Drake. Drake Curse is always alive.
0: Yeah. I saw I, They showed it. I forgot how soon. I, I saw it way before, um, sometime during the main card, maybe even before. But. Defeated. That's what we are here at this Sliced Apples USC two seventy two show. Defeated, just like Jorge Masvidal. And it's funny because right before Kobe came on, uh, came on the mic, I told I told everybody at my crib, I was like, "Watch you guys. I want first of all, I want to thank the the real heroes of this country, the first responders, the 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 <laughs> da, 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 da and like I had it to the t, bro. And he that's the first thing he said, and we busted out laughing, dude, because. I mean, it's a shtick, so it's like yeah, dude,
1: absolutely, dude. I fucking that guy's so easy to hate. Jesus fuck, dude. Like I, dude, I just I don't know what what it is about that guy. Like he just seems phony. I don't He's understand how. People,
0: I don't understand how people actually like him. Like yeah, like people There's I've seen like. on, I've seen people on Twitter. that are like diehard Colby, and I'm just like, what? What is it about him that it because I would understand, you know, people, uh, I know Caesar makes a lot of comparisons to Conor, but dude, Conor McGregor was exciting to watch, bro. Like Conor went out there and starched these boys. He knocked them out. He was on one, he had one of the greatest runs you'll ever see in this, in the UFC, in MMA. He made the sport what it is today. Colby, his fights are like, eh, the best fight he had was the one against Kamaru Usman, and I give 95% of that credit to Kamaru Usman. Um, like, I don't know, dude. I think Kobe, and then they started putting out statistics of his recent fights and, like, how old they were. I don't know, bro. I feel like he really doesn't, he hasn't had any real competition. Masvidal was the best competition he, other than Usman, Mosvidal is the best competition he had years, I guess you could say.
1: Shit, I don't even think he was competition at this point, though.
0: Exactly, like we need. I don't see Kobe's out there calling out Dustin Poirier, who's a 155er. Um, he's he's calling out these people that it, it it's, it's kind of like a Jake Paul, Jake Paul trying to beat up these old retired fighters or whoever instead of fighting actually real competition that. In his age group, etc. etc. on his just on his level. Kobe's I'm starting to see through it now. That that's Kobe's kind of aim. He's taking the page out of the Jake Paul playbook. Or maybe they're taking pages out of each other's playbook.
1: They got a group text.
0: They got a group text. Who what old what old guy are we gonna call out next? You know what I mean? And, and I am kind of starting to see that now because where why isn't he calling out Hamzat Shemaev? he's He's the biggest that's a that's a that will be a big fight Colby versus Hamzat
1: Hamzat would whoop his ass that's why dude he would
0: (laughs) I would that's why I really want to see that fight I really want to see that fight because I want to just see Hamzat just smash him just absolutely smash him um even Gilbert Burns I want to see him go against a Gilbert Burns uh Vicente Luque you know uh, Leon Edwards even though Leon Edwards is getting the next title shot um you know those those guys those prime elite welterweights not you know thirty I mean don't get me wrong Mosbado is still one of the you know greats in the world right now but he's thirty seven years old I mean like what but, you know he's thirty seven years old what he's out of his prime he he had a great twenty nineteen past two years got beat up by Kamaru Usman now Kobe Covington he can't wrestle he he can't he really can't um and it's just disappointing ultimately it's just ultimately disappointing but to move forward what is next what do you think should be next for colby what direction should he go in do you think he'll ever fight for the title again against usman will they make that third fight
1: what do you think i don't think anytime soon but you know what? The Hamza one you brought up, man, I would love to see that. Because, I mean, you get all this Hamza being overrated. Like, who has he fought? All this shit, dude. And it's like, if he whoops Kobe's ass, you can't yeah. deny Hamza at that point, dude. Well,
0: I mean, Hamza and Gilbert Burns are scheduled for the April pay per view. So, UFC 273 in Jacksonville. Fuck you, Jacksonville. Always get the good cards. Every time. Houston, we we kind of get the uh we'll go That's to. We'll, go, we'll, we'll get to we'll go to you a lot, but we're gonna give you any eh cards. Jacksonville, we're gonna give you the fire cards. Um but so I'm I'm assuming when Hamzat beats Gilbert Burns decisively when he smashes him. Dude, I think he he's the next. After Usman gets through Leon Edwards. I mean, it has to be Hamzat. Hamzat versus Usman. That's a humongous fight. That is absolutely berserk, nuts, humongous fight. And you can't tell me otherwise. You can't tell me otherwise. Um, But I think I kind of like Dustin Justin Poirier. I like the Poirier fight. That'd be good. Um, just because... I think Poirier actually can actually do something. Poirier got heart. Poirier got heart, and he's honestly our
1: last hope. <laughs> he is our last hope. Yeah, and Poirier's super likable. Like, so it'll be like the good versus evil shit, you know?
0: Yeah, but the thing is, I, I don't know how how much bigger Kobe is than uh, Poirier. I mean, you got to understand, Kobe's been fighting at 170 this whole time. Poirier yeah. was once. Once a one forty five er moved up to one fifty five, like what would it would it be too much of a weight disadvantage, or is just I don't know. uh, That's that's my thing because I don't want Poirier to take that fight if Colby's like significantly bigger than him, and it's just gonna be Colby
1: weight bullying Dustin Poirier. Yeah, yeah, that weight difference matters a lot, especially. Fucking wrestler. It's a huge yeah. difference. I mean, if they were just duking it out, you got a fighter's punch, but
0: but at the same time, Habib was a weight bully. So I mean, uh, whatever. You know, whatever. Not, not to not to not to dim the the honor of the twenty twenty two
1: after Fame any tournament. other weekend, dude. After any other weekend. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. So I think. I mean. Not thinking too hard about it because I don't like Colby. You know what? I'm I hope he never gets pay per view points because I won't buy it. I buy every pay per view, but if he gets pay per view points.
1: Yep. Yeah, never spending money on that motherfucker. Unless
0: it's unless it's Hamzat or somebody that's actually a top contender that will whoop his ass. <laughs> um but Dustin Poirier, I I feel like that would be a good fight. Whether Poirier actually does it, who knows? Poirier did say I'm not finding him in the octagon. It's, it's on site. You know, Caesar over here. I'm not giving him a dollar, blah, blah, blah. Bro, go in there and make that money, bro. <laughs> You're tripping, man. Go in there and make that money and smash that dude. Um, I feel like he's the last hope, Dustin Poirier. And honestly, I feel like Colby isn't really trying to go for the belt. I kind of sense that. He's not, he's not trying to go for the belt. You think he's just trying to make money? I think so, but it's weird because I would say that if he was actually asking for a lot of money, but yeah, he this said this last fight, he, even, he didn't even take pay-per-view points. Like, I don't know. It's weird. Is he actually just out for revenge? <laughs> I'm starting to think maybe he's just really out for revenge. I just want to beat all these people. <laughs> but who knows? What do you think happens to, to Masvidal? Dude, you need to do him versus McGregor. You need to do Masvidal versus McGregor, bro. Mm,
1: pay-per-view one, though? I don't it think does. he gets another pay-per-view card right now.
0: Hold on. You don't do McGregor on a non-pay-per-view card. Well, no. I
1: wouldn't, not even if it's McGregor. Like, if it's McGregor, of course, you got to put a pay-per-view. But you think Masvidal gets another—the next fight would be on a pay-per-view card? If he fights Connor, yes. Other than other than Connor though. Because right right now I'm at the point where you're just like if it's not Connor, I don't think I would want to see him on a on a pay-per-view. Like Connor's the only non title fight yeah. in a pay-per-view.
0: Yeah. I mean he always has the fight. Okay. Actually I just thought of this right now on the fly. So Leon Edwards is supposed to be the next contender for Usman. Mm. let's just say edwards loses to usman i think that would open up for them rebooking masvidal versus edwards because then finally finally we can get a get a ending to the three piece in a soda saga that we've been waiting on for like three years now so i felt like that would be a good one obviously wouldn't be main event pay-per-view but you could put it on a pay-per-view card a main card of a pay-per-view oh, would be dope. Um, that would be a good call. So I think, other than McGregor, I feel like that would, that would be a good one. I would like to see that um, to a certain extent. I guess, yeah. Why not? Even though Edwards is probably going to piece him up because Edwards is no, low-key really good. He, look, he's kind of like Colby in the fact that he's not the most entertaining guy to watch. But he's going to win. But he's really good at what he does. Colby, wrestling, Leon, kickboxing. He's really good at what he does. So I guess I guess we shall see on both ends. Who knows? I'm pretty sure if you're Dana White, you don't even think about that right now. Because I don't know. You just don't think about that right now. That's not, I mean, we heard so many times Colby isn't selling. Colby don't sell pay-per-views. Masvidal ain't gonna be selling pay-per-views anytime soon so no who, who needs to rush but moving on from the main event co-main event Rafael Dos, Anjo, Don, Dos Anjos RDA versus Moicano um, that was a beat down essentially which is kind of sad because I, I felt like Moicano is a good fighter I saw some good Good things out of him it's just rda I, I don't know you you tell me i'm gonna ask you something did you kind of get the same feeling with that fight as you did with the Col- colby versus masvidal fight where maikano was pretty good striking but then when he get a few licks on rda rda would start to come back gro- you
1: yeah. take him to the
0: ground and just
1: bully him on the ground yeah, it was it was pretty much the same script, but you just gotta respect Marcano, man. That motherfucker did not give up. Mm-mm. And how yeah. do you feel about his coach and like coaching staff not stopping that? You, it's just that's a normal thing in MMA, dude. They're not
0: gonna. That's why when we're talking about two seventy one, where Derek Brunson's camp threw in the towel, I was surprised. I was so surprised. Yeah. You don't know, that doesn't they don't do that in MMA. Like they don't uh so i'm not surprised that they didn't throw in the towel or anything or they didn't stop the fight i mean mark goddard was pretty straight up he said you got 30 seconds 30 to seconds. show me something and i and it great great on goddard man he was very clear very concise about what he wanted to see and moicano finished off the fight um do you <laughs> do you think uh rda kind of took it easy on
1: on him absolutely dude that the last round time? Absolutely. And it was funny because there was a couple times where or Makando would hit the shit out of him and you could tell RDA was just kinda of like bitch, just, just get him one one or two times like hey dude like you better Rich. remember I've been whooping your ass this whole time. Don't fucking step out of line. I'm trying to but, keep you from
0: going to the ER, bitch. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, but now I was asking because like on Twitter there's like oh they should have stopped this fight, they should have stopped this fight. But if you're Mocondo and then your coaching staff, you tell him like, hey, don't stop this fight. And they yeah. stopped this fight, dude. You you start resenting your coaches like and you know what, dude? Like major respect for him, dude, because mm, he was dude, giving his ass pieced up, dude. These and he kind of didn't these, give up. On these kind of fights, this
0: always happens. Um flashback to uh Max Holloway versus Calvin Cater. They kept saying the that was the big discussion after the fight. Should the ref had stopped it sooner, should the corner had stopped it sooner? Like No, dude, Calvin Cater's a freaking warrior, and he didn't want to stop, bro. And he survived. He endured the 25 minutes, man. So sometimes you just got to let the fighter fight, man. I remember uh, one of the first episodes of the last season of Friday Night Lights. Coach Taylor (laughs) threw in in the towel after halftime, and the team resented him. Resented him, bro. So – you, you just can't give up on your fighter bro every dude, there's always a puncher's chance i know the thing i didn't like was michael bisping was on there like this fight is clearly done this yeah. is done i don't know why da 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 i'm like dude there's
1: always a puncher's chance dude there was a couple times where he hit him pretty hard and you could kind of rda kind of did the oh ooh, ooh, am i here yep you know what boom yeah you just never know dude just one of them catches you off guard yeah yeah that 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 was a.
0: At first, it started off at. I wanted it to end quick because I just wanted to get to. Them. But it ended up turning into a pretty entertaining fight. I guess you could say pretty entertaining storyline at the end of the day. And that's the thing with with MMA that I love so much is that you could turn a fight like this. At the end of it, you're like, you know, your fifth round. He's over there punching RDA. You're like. Out of your yeah, seat, just yelling sure. and cheering. You, you just it, it things turn around so fast, and you just never, never expect it.
1: Absolutely, because you know what? I honestly speak for all the casuals. We weren't excited for this fight after all that drama that, that happened during the week. You know that that kind of ruined the dude. It was like fuck. You you were excited, then you were just like oh, okay, and then you got excited when Islam, and then no, you're okay. And you know, McConnell, dude. That's pretty pretty quick for him to come back and fight. And, dude, major respect, dude. I was not expecting that from him. I was not. Dude, yeah. that fifth round, you were lying, dude. I'm talking about everybody was screaming. Every time kind O'Connell of got a punch in, dude, everybody was yelling. And, yeah, of course, RDA was starting to take it, like, you know, I don't want to whip your ass too bad, dude. Like, you're pretty already beat up. If If I get another right hook or something, bro, that right eye might fall out. But every <laughs> time, dude. Dude, on talking about everybody was going crazy. And man, honestly, that was probably the second most entertaining fight of the night for me. Second. Ooh, that's that's
0: a that's a hot take right there. That is a hot take. But uh moving on to the next fight on the main card. It was Edson Barbosa versus Bryce Thug Nasty Mitchell. And boy, did Thug Nasty make a statement on this card 272 pay-per-view man he he showed out i'm not gonna lie he showed out and i don't know you you could speak for the casual it, I, I felt like for a casual it might have been like oh this shit boring whatever but me dude i was just it it was good it was some good shit to see it was if you don't know, Barbosa is a legend in this sport already. Like he's been around for a while, and he is—he's faced everybody. He is faced. He is one of those guys that doesn't get enough recognition, but he's faced the names of the names because he used to be at one fifty-five. So he faced—he faced Habib. He faced Tony Ferguson. He's faced—I'm um, pretty sure him and Justin Gaethje have fought. I, I came in like. I can't even name all the names that he's faced. He's faced everybody that is of who is. Whoever is somebody, he faced them. And for Bryce Mitchell to come in and just dominate that man like that, not only that, he dropped him in the first round. Yep. Dropped him in the first round. The way he went in for the takedowns, take you know how hard it is to take somebody down when they're expecting the whole time to get taken down? Um. Well, he has he camel shows, dude. yeah you can't see you can't see his shorts he can't camel see his shorts, shorts dude yeah can't see his shorts but bryce mitchell is up and coming prospect in the featherweight
1: oh no, he's um, there bro
0: well yeah he's there he's featherweight there division that. featherweight divisions on notice only one of two fighters in the ufc to to have a twister submission um He's the real deal, man. That's all I can say. He's the real deal. And crazy thing, kind of thinking through on the top of my head, the featherweight division, the top of the featherweight division, I feel like it's mainly strikers. You know, Volkanovsky is a champ. He's pretty, he's pretty well-versed on both aspects. But then you got Max Holloway. Brian Ortega got the jujitsu. jitsu um, You got Korean Zombie. Uh calvin cater all these guys there's so many guys honestly this this is what happens when you record late at night like i i know these names by heart trust me two fans i know these names by heart but just right now it's just my brain isn't 100 functional it's okay dude
1: it's a casual episode it's the casual episode
0: so when in the scorecards i mean i wasn't really scoring it in my head during the fight when the scorecards came out and they literally gave barbosa multiple 10 eights. wow i just
1: thought back of it like damn he beat his ass dude it was pretty bad i mean honestly for the casual but especially for the drunk casual dominance is boring dude and this was a complete domination bro and it's crazy because this barbosa bro it's like it's not just anybody he dominated the shit out of him I mean, you could have told me who the fuck Barbosa's fought and everything. I wouldn't believe you after seeing that fight. <laughs> dude. I don't, I don't know what it was about those shorts, dude. But every time he did the same takedown with three times, where he just kind of just picked them up. Fuck, dude. That that was. I, I I did rewatch the highlights and I did rewatch the fight on that one. You know, just you know, just because I had to. Was drunk. Me was like, fuck, dude. Like, it's not entertaining at all. Dude, he dominated that. He played everything perfect. On those takedowns, mm-hmm. dude, they were perfect. Cause what uh there was one of them where he kinda went for a kick and he kinda just got him off, off balance, dude, and just took him down. Dude, he picked his ass up. Yeah. Sweet. That that was perfect, dude. That was the perfect counter takedown to do it, dude. Bryce is there, bro. Those camel shorts, they're there.
0: That's why it's hard for the for these kickboxers to face these wrestlers, cause yep. X Lee would even more volume. If they catch you, if they time you perfectly, You're off like they're no, they're, there's no chance of defending at all, which is why not to... I guess I I could I should do this now since Caesar's not on here to badger me about it, but that's why Izzy should be recognized for how great of a job he does for being a kickboxer, but yet having the great takedown defense that he does have. it's it's hard for these kickboxers out here um but yeah bryce mitchell thug nasty can't wait to see him back back in hopefully get a top five to eight Opponent. You don't, you do not do that in MMA. That's, uh, it's how you, it's how you lose and bad things happen real quick. So he goes down to welterweight, makes his welterweight debut. And first round, mm, he, he, he didn't have it. Maybe some ring. Us, I don't reach advantage, but yet he was the one rushing in on Oliveira, which is supposed to be the opposite. If you have the reach advantage, you want the other guy should be the one trying to rush in on you to cover the distance, and then you just smack them up when they get when they get in your in your range. And I was a little concerned, honestly, in that first round because didn't look good, but I mean. He did come out at the end of it with two thumbs up on the ground.
1: <laughs> Picture of the year, dude. Picture <laughs> of the year.
0: You ain't lying. You ain't lying. That that's why I love Kevin Holland. He's a he's a he's,
1: he's a character. Dude. He's a,
0: he's an entertainer. He's an entertaining fighter. And so out of the first round, comes out of the second round. I get makes the finally gets his head on straight, was able to TKO. Oliveira in that second round, early in that second round. And honestly, I was pumped. I couldn't be more pumped. I say, as far as my favorite fighter, I think Kevin Holland has to be, like, top two.
1: Absolutely, dude. I don't know what it is about him. He's just so fucking entertaining. And just, like, personality, watching him fight. Motherfuckers are entertaining. This had to be the best night. I don't know how this didn't... Maybe because it was second round but well i think
0: he got he got the bonus like uh performance bonus but he uh-huh. didn't i just think they didn't get fight of the night pretty sure he got the performance bonus though but
1: this kevin one, this holland, had you off your the whole time dude this this was a good fight yeah this was this, like like perfection you said for casuals perfection <laughs> for casuals
0: dude. like you said um kevin holland is entertaining as as entertaining as it gets i remember uh New Year's or New Year's Eve, whichever one it was, when uh on UFC Fight Pass they had the jujitsu grappling match matches. And he was on there and even watching him do a grappling match was just it was just so fun to watch. Like he <laughs> I don't know what it is. He just he's just charismatic. I don't know. He just he's just one of those guys that you love to watch. You what whatever he does, you'll you'll and Yeah, that he's the man I hope uh he said he wants to he wants to fight five or six times this year. So hopefully I mean twenty twenty he fought five times, won five times. So hopefully uh hopefully we'll get to see him more. I want to see him more, that's for sure. Um going I, I wouldn't mind seeing him go back and forth between welterweight and middleweight divisions, you know, slapping up people notable contenders and whatnot who knows the future's bright for him he's he's entertaining like he said he's like i'm entertaining and honestly i can be beaten (laughs) it's not like i'm unbeatable i could be beaten so these guys shouldn't have a problem fighting me
1: (laughs) dude i don't know i I want him to stay in welterweight He he looked really comfortable he looked comfortable dude and I don't know, dude. That that was perfect. That for the first round, you were right. He got hit a couple times, and it was kind of shaky. But dude, coming out the second round, dude, just ah, boom, bro. It was perfect, dude. <laughs> Fucking yeah, perfect. That's the guy. But I mean, I wouldn't see I
0: wouldn't mind seeing him uh, step in late notice a few times, even if it's well, middleweight, one eighty five. Wouldn't be too mad about that. Not at all. But Kevin Holland definitely the guy that guy casuals that's somebody you
1: you casual favorite
0: yeah he should be a he's a casual favorite and wait until you actually watch a fight in which he's talking he talks a lot during during uh his fights this one though uh alex Oliveira doesn't speak english so he said what was the point of talking if he doesn't speak english (laughs) but the other, if the opponent speaks English, he will be talking, and the it's pre, it's pretty hilarious. Um, Greg Hardy lost, which I know a lot of people are are excited about. Um, can't remember, who who's the guy? What was the name of the guy that beat him? I can't even remember the name, dude. But Greg Hardy lost. It was great. It was quick and easy, just like I expected it to be. That's how his recent fights have been: just quick and easy.
1: Dude, that, that fight sucked, dude. Sergi beat the shit out of him. It just sucked.
0: What do you mean? He quickly... it's okay. He quickly
1: beat the shit out of him. I don't know what you mean yeah. by sucked. I think just because it was just you expected that to happen to Hardy, dude. It was just like group text right before, oh he's gotta get his ass no, knocked out. <laughs> Boom, got his ass knocked out. <laughs> it's like what the fuck? The thing about UFC that's super entertaining. You don't know what the fuck could happen. You knew exactly what the fuck was going to happen, dude. But the
0: thing is, we all want Greg Hardy to get knocked out. That's the great thing. But you know what came out of it, though? That little gif of him, like, when he wakes up. Dude. When he wakes up.
1: Dude. That was fucking hilarious. And it's funny because it, like, took took a whole life on its own on Twitter, dude. Everybody was fucking memeing it. How embarrassing, dude my god dude, this guy i hate watching him but i love watching him lose dude he got <laughs> knocked out and it was super super predictable but i don't
0: know how you find that one entertaining man how do you not find a knockout entertaining it's greg hardy dude whatever bro whatever casual hater
1: yeah that's who yeah. you
0: are casual hater
1: Take his ass back to the NFL, dude. not be in that ring, dude.
0: It was his last fight of the UFC contract, so I wonder if uh... it should be
1: his last fight. It should be <laughs> his last fight.
0: I mean, he came into that fight. I think his record was seven and four. Yeah, so now seven five and now. five. You usually don't find records like that in the UFC. That is not something that is normal.
1: I don't know, dude. I don't want to find him in the UFC. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, man. Great. That's great. Anything else notable? I don't know how much of the card you watched, if you just
1: watched the main card or what. I watched a little bit of the prelims, not too much. Uh, There wasn't any that were like super, super... The early prelims had a good one. Uh, Tim Elliott one? Yes, yes, that was exactly what I was going to say.
0: Tim Elliott versus one of them Russian habib's russian (laughs) dude habib's russian dude that's it's on (laughs) um that was that was exciting fight that was really exciting um i i've never seen a habib pro like a habib coach guy get out wrestled but yeah here we are it's 2022 but you know you never know never know
1: yeah i think i think that was the only one that really stood out out of like the the early prelims and the prelims but I wasn't expecting that from Tim Elliott just because I was like, you know, I was one of, one of his guys. Be put on a show, dude. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, and uh, other news, R- uh, random kind of, not random, but news that popped up this past week. Brandon Moreno leaving his longtime gym in Mexico. It's very interesting. I Always find it interesting when these fighters leave their tra- trade camps I mean, yeah nunez leave a t t morenos leaving potentially going to James Kraus. I don't know man it's but I, I feel like I kind of wonder how what kind of connotation it leaves, you know sometimes. For me, I feel like it's a it's kind of a negative connotation,
1: you know, on the fighter.
0: Yeah. Like, why are you leaving? Like, why are you leaving this gym that made you you've been with? Yeah. But at the same time. I can understand it not being a negative thing because. You've already absorbed and learned as much as you can. From that one gym. And maybe it's time to go elsewhere to, you know, get a different perspective, learn new things, you know, all of the yeah. above, get better training yeah. partners
1: and whatnot. I think it's a little bit of both, but it kind of all depends on how you leave. Like, I mean, you seem, it seemed like he left on good terms, but if you if you don't pay your trainer and coach, you know, it's, it's a little bit different. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a little bit different <laughs> but absolutely you know maybe he feels like he he's learned he's learned everything he has to learn there maybe get different reps with different coaches and learn something new become a better well worse fighter you know but yeah
0: and i'm kind of excited to see where he goes yeah because i if he does rumors have rumor has it he's he's probably going to go over there with james kraus i i really like james kraus as a coach he's a good coach um, so I would like to. See, I'm excited to see what he, you know, what improvement, what improvements he makes to his game. I mean, look, figueredo left Brazil for before this third fight, and he went to Arizona with uh the cringe master himself, Henry Cejudo, and came out with a win in that fight. So sometimes you just need to change the scenery, learn different things from different people. I know, uh. Usman talked about that a lot when he left. Mm-hmm. He left uh, Sanford MMA to go train with Trevor Whitman. You know, it's just everybody. Everybody is different. Sometimes you just need to go somewhere new and to learn new things. Kind of like um, maybe that's something that should be told to Jorge Masvidal. You know, he's been at ATT for the absolute longest time. Has his game re- really developed/slash evolutionized recently? Uh, doesn't seem like it. Um, I mean, shit. You can even look at take Dustin Poirier. I mean, he lost the title fight again to a rear naked choke. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just putting that out there. I'm just saying. You know, but yeah, I'm I'm excited to see the adjustments and improvements he makes. Hopefully they scheduled the fourth fight, um, right. It would be their fourth one, right? I'm not tripping. Yeah. It would, it would be their fourth fight in a row. It's like, fuck. The flyweight division is just Brandon Moreno and Davidson Figueroa just going back and forth <laughs> for the title shot. I mean, that's the flyweight division right there. Um, don't know if I got anything else off the top of my mind. At least not for the casual like you.
1: Yeah, that was about it,
0: man. All, all the, other than the
1: Tim Elliott fight, the prelims were okay.
0: Yeah, the prelims weren't all that, but that's good. Usually on these pay per view cards, yeah. if the prelims suck. The main, the main cards, cards good. good. The prelims are good. Mm. Main card is not gonna be that good. I don't know why it works like that. It just it does. It just does. But it is what it is. It's what it's what we're here for. Well, that's all you got. Um, thank you to fans once again for joining in. Sorry, uh, Caesar's not here to bring the craziness that Caesar somehow brings to this to to these UFC podcasts, but. And we want we wanted to talk about what we saw this past weekend. You know, we just didn't want to let this pay per view come and go before we talk about it. You know what I mean? Because next thing you know, it'll be UFC two seventy three, and we got a new podcast coming out to talk about it. Um, which we will when the time comes around. But until then, I'm you can follow me at Cowboy Canella, Alejandro at. It's Mr. Bombastic. You know where to find sliced apples at, at sliced apples pod on Twitter, at sliced apples podcast on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Tumblr, Facebook, wherever, wherever else. You already know all those other, everything else, (laughs) everything else, sliced apples podcast. And until UFC 273 comes around, we'll see you then, two fans.